people and fellow whiners and welcome to another episode of a little something to whine about with your host Siobhan Camille and Ta'e Michelle <laughs> where, where we whine w-i-n-e about life love relationships and more because sometimes you just need to whine a little if you are listening to this, please come on over to YouTube. This isn't in color as this is a beauty suite episode. And this is a part two, part two of our, our pretty talk. So we did pretty privilege and we'll be talking about pretty and it hurts y'all. It hurts. Pretty. I'm not doing the Beyonce. You know, um, I, I can't find that girl, but that's the song. Okay, I'll do I'm Pretty by TLC. Make you feel I'm pretty. Let's do that one. I'm going to do Beautiful okay. by Christina Aguilera. Then. You are beautiful. No matter oh. what. Yeah, that was my joint. Anyway, so grab a glass of your favorite red, white, or rosé and join us on the couch. It's a fly in it because you just went all over the place. <laughs> I'm sorry if y'all heard that it. It, I think like a helicopter literally just flew like right beside my complex. Like I felt it. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear it. I just saw you. Oh, like, okay. Cause I was like, oh my God, like right now. And why are you so close? <laughs> they looking for somebody. <laughs> they have to be. I hope they find it. Okay. <laughs> If y'all see a light just flash through, just know <laughs> it's not me they looking for. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, it's your turn. I already said, you know, join us on the couch. Oh, you. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know she was the noise. on the couch with us. I said, join us on the couch. They sat down and then you yeah. in the helicopter. <laughs> I, was, I was in the sky with the helicopters, okay? <laughs> I was up there. Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> I hope you guys, as always, having a wonderful, wonderful week. And if it isn't wonderful, then just grab the seat on the couch and grab your glass and join us and whine a little bit. Um, this week has been, it's hump day. It's wine out Wednesday. So it's, it's, it's a good day for it. Um, who work has been work, home has been home. And for all of us mothers, we know what that means. <laughs> so before we get into this wonderful, gracious topic of continuing talking about beautiful in this crazy, whacked out, degenerate, uh, uh, hidden, not hidden, um, like facade of a society that we have. Um, Siobhan, let us know what you're whining on today. <laughs> so I busted out a Zinfandel. Y'all know I don't like red, but the reason is because Zinfandel Day. Actually, I gotta remember when that what that day is. There's a reason for the red. Y'all know <laughs> I don't just. I, it's I not by choice, okay? It's, it's not by choice. No, I. I mean, <laughs> I feel also I can't just only do white and rose on this. You know, that's probably like I can't. I have to be willing to open minded. Open minded. Right. So today, the actual day this airs on, the 17th, is Zinfandel Day. So in honor of the 17th is Zinfandel Day, I have a Zinfandel. I promise y'all I was trying to get a white Zinfandel. Like I was going to asterisk by my Zinfandel and get a white Zin, but they, they didn't have one. Um, so most white Zins aren't white anyway. They're like pinkish. It wasn't even about the color. It's just, y'all know I don't do the red at all. I know, I know, I know. I just wanted to make that clear for some of those who this may be your first time joining us. And if it is, hello. Yeah, Go white, though, not really white. It's like rosé color. It's a light pink. 
it's not really white. Um, but I have a true Zinfandel. This is by Piranha Estate Vineyards. It's called an Old Vine Zinfandel, uh, part of their heritage collection. It's a 2018. I'm not gonna pretend that I have high hopes, guys. I, I'd be lying. Um, so Pirano, if you get a low rating, it's really not you. It's the Zinfandel. I mean, I'm trying to go into this with a clear head oh. and non-biased, but I'm I'm not like I'm not gonna lie. I will be. I'm going into it ready to be surprised, but expecting to be not even disappointed. Just expecting to get what I'm expecting Let to get. Okay, you know, hey, I understand. I, I don't feel that way, but I I get it. <laughs> I, I get it completely. Um, I have those expectations for other things in life, so I get it. Um, <laughs> I have decided, like I said before, I am sticking with the uh, brand Menage a Trois just so that I can go through. That's my goal. Like when I pick a brand, ideally, I'm going to try to go through the brand and see what I like, what I don't like, X, Y, and Z. I know there are thousands of brands, so don't hold me to that. Like, um, like hold you know don't like don't be a stickler for it but i'm going to try to do the best that i can so uh continuing the menage a trois i have decided to get the hot pink sweet rosé blend i was looking at that when we went to the liquor store for the last one out i want um, there's a lot of stuff on the back of this <laughs> uh, it really is and i feel like I feel like it's the same thing. One is in French and one is in English. Mm. Um, yeah, that, that's what it is. But um, when we get to that, we'll get to that. That's if I decide to read it. Um, but it's a pretty pink color, guys. Like, see it. It's a white Zinfandel color. <laughs> yes. yes. It is. Oh, it is. That's what it is. <laughs> And wait, my skin is tinting it another way. There, 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 there it is at the time. If you look, that's that's the pinky that it is. Um, so uh, this is a popping grape uh, for me. I have not had this one, so I'm excited because you know I'm not a big rose fan. So where she's not a red fan, I'm not a rose fan. So you know, we are explore why explorers, okay? Just call us Dora's. Well. Wow. Oh, I don't, don't call me that, guys. Don't call me. That. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be a part of that, that, part of that group. Don't call me that. I don't know what that is, so don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it was coming out before I could stop it. So it was like, of one, party of one. It was, it was like confidence. Just do it. I mean, and that's half the battle. It's confidence. I feel like that's a good segue into our conversation about pretty because half that battle is confidence. Um, oh. And so today we are not only just talking about pretty hurts, but we are specifically talking about the nip and the tuck and the pull and the cosmetics and the tin and the lift and the collagen and Botox and tuck it and lift it and pull it and work it and twist it and get it. All of that, you know? Love it. <laughs> Buy it, bring it, pay it, watch it. So we're doing all of all of these things that beauty has become. Okay. Like remember when makeup was like the extreme, like that was the thing. Like you, man, we are now like plastic surgery was rare. Now it's like everybody got a butt injection. Well not like you can go down, you can go down the street and buy out the living store. Like that's <laughs> It's convenient as a mug. Like I um I just heard on the radio today, not it's not my first time hearing it, like a whole clinic that's in Washington, DC. I remember a time where plastic surgery in Washington, DC, you you had to be like, I feel like it was like some exclusiveness to it. Like you had to be like one of those people who was making a certain amount of money to even know that that existed in this mm -hmm. area because it wasn't as accessible as it is now or as common as you stated. Um, this world, I, I feel like we have become so superficial 
when it comes to specifically uh, body types and uh, what's acceptable. Um, I know we've always had before, because think about it, before the Kim Kardashian, there was Pamela, not, what's her name? Oh, Pamela Anderson was one. Pamela Anderson. Basically the Playboy bunnies. Yeah, and the Playboy, like those are the people who you expected to have. And really it wasn't the butt. It was really the boobs and a face. Like, yep. Like, like the facelift, like that was the big thing. And then from there, and, and this is just me growing up. I feel like from that, it went to Botox. I remember when Botox became like this big thing, you know, and people, well, you got Botox. They never tell people that they got Botox, but they got Botox. And then when Botox became an actual thing for migraines and X, Y, and Z, it kind of like, oh, well, it's kind, it kind of normalized it. Mm -hmm. um, then from Botox, I'm not saying that butt implants were not always a thing. They just were not talked about. They became more so talked about when your Kim Kardashians, your Nicki Minaj's, um, your Black Chinas, your all of those started to. Uh, I cannot think of some of the big exotic dancers that became like really, really big. Um, Amber Rose, when those people blew up, that's when the fake booty became like a big thing. Um, a fake booty and a waist. Now, this is the thing, the waist so small thing started years ago. A corset, that go back right so far yeah it's ridiculous so but even with that that has reached its extremes to the point where women are now um hurting themselves like mm -hmm. your organs on the inside when you wear, wear these waist trainers they do shift especially when you're doing extremes you know, uh, I saw a while back this young lady, like her chest was huge. I can't even think of her name, but her waist was literally like this big and her waist trainer literally did this. I was like, baby, you are shifting important parts on the inside. So I think those extremes are what society now pretty much has displayed or portrays as being normal and acceptable and don't that is dangerous um it is extremely dangerous um oh and I am not one who's against plastic surgery I'm not I, I'm not against it at all I do believe that things all things should be done in moderation mm -hmm. I do believe that you can get addicted to it. And if that's the case, then better help. <laughs> I'm sorry to keep plugging them, but go seek help and realize, wait a minute, it, it might be something else. If you know, um, and these things have been going on for a while. I remember watching when I was younger, what is it, the first wives club? Uh, oh girl that is my movie to this day hunty okay love that you don't own me like girl like that whole thing like it was the thing but um I can't think of the actress's name yes the, mm -hmm. the fillers and and her friend said you've been nip tucked so much we don't know and I was like we thought that was extreme yes then. Yes. But if you compare that to now, that's nothing. That is nothing. That it's is absolutely nothing. And that's all of this play by these days standards. That's child. And all this is in the pursuit of what being accept acceptable to uh and I'm gonna be realistic, a minor percentage of white. 
I won't even say it's just the white men. And here's here's why I will I will say that. I think it depends on what you're getting. Because let's go back to the 90s when we were growing up, okay? Um, it was always this thing where like white women had big boobs, black women had big butts. I'm not saying that that was for everybody, but that was a stereotype. It was right. like, oh, when white women had flat booties and big boobies, black women had, you know, smaller chest and a big ass. That was basically what it was. Now, is that speaking for everybody? No, I've known skinny girls on both sides. I've known white chicks with big butts. Most of them were dancers and I'm not talking exotic. I'm just saying like you do enough ballet and right. that builds those muscles. Right. I, build knew, those muscles. I knew black women with big boobs and no booties. I will give you most of them tended to be plus size, but I knew them like it wasn't exclusive. But I will say that even more to it's just like trying to go into a minority for of white men what it is is really trying to fit into this minority of men who honestly if you look at what these people are doing like you said like you said going from the boobs to the botox to now to the booty you trying to look like a porn star like let's just let's call it what it is let's call it what it is you're trying to look like an adult store i'm not against i'm not against plastic surgery either but as you said everything in moderation and my thing is I remember when it was, and, and to speak specifically for the Black community, it wasn't acceptable to do that. Like, either you were blessed with the big booty or you weren't. But if you weren't naturally blessed with the big booty and you went and got a big butt, it was like plastic surgery. That's something white chicks do. That's what it was. And it was thought that because it was also like, well, money as you said because even back when we were growing up plastic surgery was something only really celebrities and the rich had there were no payment plans look you there, paid for that thing all up front there were no the 30 minute consultation was free was free that was free for them to tell you what it was gonna cost and you gonna have to save up and then at 31 you had to pay the <laughs> only people who really could afford it were Let's be real. Your rich housewives who tended to be white. I'm not saying there weren't black housewives, but again, the black community was like, don't you touch, baby, don't you touch yourself. I'm natural. And that's the one thing that I did. I, I appreciated about the black community when we were growing up. We praise all natural. And I'm not just speaking about your hair. We praised it and held it on a pedestal of greatness of respect of this is what God gave me and I'm proud of it I may not have x y and z but I'm good that's, that's what I love about us back then that's right. something that I, I miss right and I will say as a skinnier girl smaller girl growing up yeah you heard stuff but like you say it having plastic surgery was worse than being skinny because like yes. you said, it was at least your natural though mm -hmm. all of that all of that is hers period that was the way that males men boys thought growing when we were growing up and but as i was saying my thing was basically plastic surgeries for your rich housewives who again tended to be white because in the black community was looked down on and the ones in the black community who did get it were the ones who could afford the price tag and most of them tended to be what strippers Let's call it what it is. Most of little camp. But again, but Celeste. But I feel like when we, which I feel is just horrible, started to glorify, glorify the the stripper look. Mm -hmm. the, uh well, some some people like to call it exotic. Exotic, uh, whatever you want. When we started to glorify that as a community that's when things took a shift yes and then the market realized oh they'll go into debt to look like that that we gonna we want everybody to want to look like that so let's push this in front of you and with parents not being parents and a lot of the parents being children themselves and not fully secure in who they are, even with the old all natural X, Y, and Z, this is that and the other, 
the mindset, the mind, the mindset shifted. So it was now I want to see, I want to be what I see on TV. Mm-hmm. And those of us who had some type of stability in a in a parent or an adult figure. They said it in us, wait a minute now, that's entertainment. I feel like it just wasn't enough people to say that's entertainment. Leave entertainment on the TV. Stop bringing entertainment in your home in that manner. You don't need that. It wasn't enough of that. And then with the media and everything, I'm going to say it, brainwashing, little boys, little girls to think Mm -hmm. that this level is beautiful. This is okay. This is that, but if you want somebody with money, this is what you have to look like. If you want to be successful, this is what you have to look like. Oh, you're not happy with it? Go get it sucked, tucked, pulled, and yanked out. Um, and and then I mean, and I'm I'm a little Kim fan. I'm a little Kim fan, but I also understood. That's not that's not my life. No. <laughs> I can no. I can sing your song and know All that day. that's not my life. All day. However, I will say this before the cutting and the pulling and all of that, that girl was gorgeous. When I say for like her natural self as a woman, I felt as a child looking at her I felt more confident no I want to look like that and I meant the natural that I mean the the compared what she looked like now look like the Annabelle no baby I mean Lil Kim was my favorite rapper growing up. I could quote her all day, in and out, period. It was the New York in me was, I was here with her. But I will also say the difference is because a while ago, and like the start of her career, Nicki Minaj took the same spread eagle look pose, squat stripper pose that Lil Kim had on her hardcore album. Like literally the same one, because you know everybody does pay off. And I remember looking and I was like, wow we've come far or not like I don't know how to how to say that the right way but in that because I looked and I realized yo Kim's natural in that picture though mm-hmm. like body wise I'm in face I think too at that point but I'm not even talking her face like body was natural yeah Foxy yeah. Brown was natural like again you had the what was her name who was like the black Jessica Rabbit uh, and she was oh. in everybody's video. You know exactly who I'm talking about. I know who I'm talking about. I can't think of her name. I can't think oh. of her name. But she My. was known as the Black Jessica Rabbit. And she was a video vixen that was literally everywhere. She was the first video vixen I knew by name. And honestly, she was the start of that. Oh, well, I, I got to be this because I, she's getting all this money. And I remember what I remember is her in an interview talking about it's really not the money you think it is. And finding out that she really did all those videos and paid her way through school with it. Cause her thing was, I don't want to be a stripper. This was the next best, best thing. And that I met rich dudes. If I decided to entertain them, fine. I didn't have to. Melissa Ford. Yes. Yes. Melissa Ford. Thank you. Cause I really could not, I really could not, but she was on that. The husband came and told me. I figured. But she was she was all natural. Melissa Ford was all natural. And then as with stuff happens with competition, everybody's got to be bigger and better. So after Melissa Ford came, whatever the other chick, and I don't remember her name, but she was she was like light skin or Latina with a bigger butt. Then and that got you all the way to Buffy the Body, which let's unlikely. It could be real, don't know. But to these extremes. Um, and I feel like that's part of the problem is people go to these extremes. Uh, it doesn't have to be all that. Like Nicki Minaj it is, has become the standard and I don't, she's hard to be, have become the standard and I don't understand how we're doing this. And I will also say, as you say, a lot of it is the media brainwashing. And this is why it is so important for males and females to have conversations in real life, not with the people on TV, because 
you're going to let TV people do not let TV get in your head so much that you're like, men want this because I saw it on TV. Women want this because I saw it on TV. Because please understand that everything on TV is marketing. Everything is about money. If you are securing you, guess what doesn't sell? Makeup, plastic surgery, all of this stuff. And again, I'm not saying that makeup is the least of it. But all of these things are to sell you something. It's the same where they're selling to women, oh, through these music videos, and you don't even realize as a child, again, like you say, especially if TV is raising you, that you constantly seeing the guys that you think are cute at 12, 13, 14, who are way too old for you anyway, but that's, you know, you don't really realize that, but you got to crush on these rappers who... Some of them were, are probably married. At least they were when we were growing up. Nowadays, I don't know what these dudes are doing. But they probably married. Their whole wife doesn't look like these chicks that are lingering on them in a the video. At all. And, At all. And you're sitting up here going, oh, well, he he looking like that would get me. It's a video, baby. It's, it's, it's all illusion. It's all fake. It's all an illusion. It is not real. It is a fantasy. But that's. And that's what I think so much of it became. It be, it's become to the point where we pushed, we, the media has pushed so much the narrative of women are supposed to be pretty and they should value money. And men are supposed to have money and value beauty and nothing else in women. And neither one of those is really healthy or for any Healthy or sustainable. No. Honestly, it's not because time is going to change. People's money fluctuate. Sometimes yep. you have more than even the rich, their money fluctuates. Sometimes they have more than the other, you know, stock market go up. They may have more. It goes down. Ah, ooh, and they'll say, I'm a little tight, which to regular people, a little tight. What? But it fluctuates. Time, like we said in the last episode, genetics, time, and gravity are inevitable. Everybody hits that milestone. Everybody comes there. And everybody hits that point where, and I'm, everything don't sit up the way it used to. And I'm telling you this as someone who was at an extremely local, low level <laughs> of the um, Vixen Entertainment uh, modeling stage. When I was extremely low level, I, I was nowhere near any of them ladies we named. Um, however, even at that lower level, I had an understanding of this is temporary. This is not forever. And knowing I, I genetics play a part in it. And I can look at and take my own family, my mama, and my aunt, I seen pictures of my aunt when my her and my mama was young, and my aunt was like, ooh, I eat, I okay? And my mama was small and petite, cute as she wanted to be, but the smallest and petitest thing, and you talk about somebody that walk around with no bra and with the fall shirts. Remember, we used to be able to wear those. We ain't need no bra. We was part of any team committee and proud of it. Like, hey, we can wear this shirt that you can't wear. We don't have double D's. Double D's can't fit this shirt. Like, it don't lay right. All of that. So, again, paying attention, paying attention to genetics, even as a younger person with that realization, things didn't fall the same. My mom and my aunt. They went through two different things, and it, it looking at it was like, oh, so you could go this way, or you could go this way. Now, if I looked at my daddy's side, it was a whole nother realization. So we got to be be more realistic in reference to these things. Now, I'm not saying if, if you have the means to go get something fixed, get it done. I, I'm telling you. Again, this thing right here, I've lost. You guys heard about our journey to fitness. If you haven't, check that out on YouTube. Put a little something to whine about in the search bar and check that out, uh, our journey to fitness. I've lost, as Siobhan says, a toddler. 
And I still, for myself and for my health, need to lose about another 25 pounds. And it's not to fit into a stigma. It's, again, health reasons. And two, so that I can be comfortable with myself. And I'm saying this because I have even one point sat down and talked to my husband, who is a personal trainer, and was like, look, I just want to get it sucked out. I don't want it put back in no place else. Just take it out and take it away. Period. I can keep it up because I was already doing the gym thing. I just wanted the quick way to suck it out. Talk to a family member of mine who had uh, the gastro sleep. Mm. And she looks great. But she talked to me realistically about the hip, that process, the prep for it, the going through it, and the healing side of it. And then talking or listening to uh, other podcasts of people who have had those things done. And they talk about the healing process and letting this stuff drain out. They don't tell you about, you know, it's not like you just go, you get it sucked out and you up tomorrow, walk around regular. That's not how they go. It's a process. It's months of recovery. It's um, then I heard about girls who were getting, their cuts are getting infected because they got to put on clothes and it's not like they're not washing. It's, it's an infection that can happen and they happen more, happen more oftentimes than not. Then I heard uh, the usher ex-wife almost dying on the table and it made me personally go wait a minute a little bit of muscle pain versus all of these uh i don't want either because i'm a punk in real life like me and pain are not friends it stay it needs to stay over there i don't want to know its name realistically like I'm a punk. I, I, I daggled near, hopped out the chair when I got my ears, my second hole in my ear. Okay. So I'm a punk. But with me knowing that it was, yeah, I'd rather moan, groan, and complain about me doing this little workout than me moan, groan, and complain because now I got to take this medicine. I got to do it. I don't have time. So all I'm saying is if you, have the means and are able to do it in a healthy way, by all means do it. But if you want to take it to an extreme where, oh, well, I got my lips done, so now I got it. Now my lips out here and I can't talk. But now I got to get my cheeks up in because I want Janet Jackson cheeks. So now you look, I'm sorry, y'all look foolish. Mine's not even you know? about looks, though. It's about, mine comes down to reason. Why are you doing this? And I well, no, I, I'm with that, but I'm just saying you still look foolish, and your friends not gonna tell you they're gonna hype you up. I'm not your friend, <laughs> I don't think, but I'ma be honest, baby girl. You look foolish. Stop it. And then by the time you 50, oh god, <laughs> you gonna be my thing with plastic surgery is this you're going to be doing so much more work or plastic surgery to keep it maintained because it's not real. And now you've messed around with nature that you got to hope that nature doesn't fight back. And I was having this conversation with somebody. With me. Me. Yes. Nature is always nature to reclaim. Nature <laughs> comes to reclaim. And if you past and abandon anything, you will see roots growing up. Why? Nature comes to reclaim. You want to know why you got to keep cutting the grass at your house? Nature is going to keep growing. Everybody's got to get a roof fixed. Even if they tell you 20 years, it's temporary. Why? You're going to get moss on it. You're going to, I don't care what you put on it. Nature is coming to reclaim. That's just how it is. My thing was- What's the name of that movie? Where you couldn't, they couldn't gather more than like small groups of people because the wind was coming past killing everybody. Oh, I didn't see that one. I don't oh, know. like it was serious. I, I promise you when I think of it, I'm going to let you know. But again, Mother Nature was like, yeah, I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> yeah, listen, she plays no games. And the other thing yeah. is why your reasons. 
I don't have, let me, let me say this back around middle school. I was like, yo, if I just had the money to get my nose done, I would just get my nose done. Brown high school. It was like, cause that was the biggest thing that everybody used to talk to, about me about high school. I was like, and this is again, when I, I came into, I was broke. I was broke. My parents were going to pay for it. No. And I actually knew a dude in high school who got his ears done. It was, it was a white guy. I went to a predominantly white school who got his ears done. And I remember, and I was like, okay, but I, okay. All right. And I guess it made me go, you know what? If somebody don't like my nose, middle finger, one finger, two words, three in the last, four in the first. That's how I feel about it. At this point, I guess my thing was the only surgery I personally me would do is if the girls get low, I'm, I'm gonna pull them back up. Okay. Okay. Pull them up. But here's the thing. I'm not adding anything. I'm not adding nothing. It's literally going to take these and put them back. Right. Lift them back up. I'm not sitting up here and I'm not going to sit up here and, and do, no, just put them back where they were. What's Shatan say? What did he say? Shatan, my brother is real, y'all. My brother is that guy. And he said, if I wreck your body, I'll fix it. If they down here, you want them up, I got you. So, I mean, he ain't going to have me because that's my brother. I ain't going to be, it's, that's, he ain't got but me. But no, right. But like, that's, that's how I feel. I'm going to put them back. And to the point about genetics, it was funny because speaking of Shatan, I posted my picture from Comic-Con. I told y'all a while ago I was going to Comic-Con. I went to Comic-Con. I was Jade. Look, hold on that. Let me tell y'all something. Homie, Sissy posted the picture. First of all, posted the picture. I was like, <laughs> well, then, okay. Uh, you, oh, look. When I say boobs was like bow, bow, boom, boom, I fear. I was like, that's my sister. Like, I might put them on the Instagram page, y'all. So if you want to see the pictures, go to Instagram and put in a little. You want to see the pictures, okay? Because I was like, <laughs> put in a little something, the number two, wine about. And if it's not there, if you go on the bio, our profiles are linked at. On Camille, B-A-U-N-C-A-M-I-L-L-E. You will see them. They are there. There was me and another young lady who I had to get a picture with because I literally saw her. This is an aside. I literally saw her while I was walking with a blue friend and I turned and somebody else was taking a picture of her. I barely saw her because of, there was like a pole blocking my view. But I was like, she got clothes on? Like that was my life. <laughs> Because I, all I saw was, from the side, all I saw was her butt. And her, like, if you look at the pictures, y'all, what she got on, it's not a lot. I don't know what character she was, but I was like, so when she came around and I could fully see her, I, t- I tapped Boo Friends that I need a picture with her. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll take that. I was like, because she's more naked than me. And I need, I need, I need a picture with the other naked chicken here. I just, that was really what it came down to was she was really pretty. She was a, th- she's a thick somebody, probably mixed. I, I don't know. She was really pretty. She was really cute. Her and her friend were really nice. Um, and her friend and, and boo friend put took the picture that's up on my thing. I also took a picture with her and her friend, but I was like, oh, she naked and I'm naked too. But the reason I bring up Comic-Con y'all is uh, and Shatan, because I was like, I'm in genetics. I'm a um, I'm a wear Jade, so I did Jade from Mortal Kombat Nine, that version. So you know, girls kind of out had to had to lift them, make sure they you know. But I remember I posted a picture, and my brother hits my DM and goes, "Where you get all them? Where you get all them them boobies from?" I'm a I'm gonna edit his his comics. Where you get all them boobies from? And I was just like. I've had them for a while now. Then he was like, you need to put them away. You got brothers, fellas over here looking like and sitting the big eyes. And I was like, and this is what I said to him. I said, Shatan, I told you years ago in middle school, this was going to happen. I was going to get thick. You've seen my mother. He was like, yeah, you were lying. I mean, I knew this. And I think that was also part of what gave me the confidence in middle school, even through all the bullying and everything was, yo, I'm a be thick. I've seen my mama, my grandmama looked like my mama before all like the medication and everything made her really skinny. And it got, so I think I was just like, 
if you can't love me skinny, you don't deserve me thick. Period. Look, you know I miss saying that. If you can't love me at my worst, when I get to my best, because I know me, when I get there, you mm-hmm. don't just, period. Because I'm not going to stay who I am. And I know right now, and this was in my 20s, I knew I wasn't where I quote unquote should be or could be or X, Y, and Z, but I knew that wasn't the end of my story either. But right. I digress, go ahead. But that's what I, and I guess that's my point for anybody in this nip tuck journey is I don't have an issue if you want to get it, just make sure you get it for the right reasons. My reasons had somebody handed me a million dollars and I decided to get a nose job in middle school were not going to be for the right reasons because it wasn't going to be for me. It was going to be to shut everybody else up. And it makes me think of Cardi B because she said something about got a bag and fix my feet. Hope, hope you hoes know it ain't cheap. And I'm not saying she wasn't going to get the teeth off of her, but it was like, I remember her IG when she was like, she had the, bo- the booty done, boobs done, and people were still talking about her teeth. And she was like, y'all just can't let me live. And, and the next thing, she got her teeth done. And I'm like- And then they were talking about the fact that she got her teeth done. And she said it. She came back and said, when I say I love Cardi, I love Cardi because she is authentically her no matter what. She knows she got her boobs done. She knows she got her butt. Like, that is- she got that done because she wanted it done. With Cardi, I can respect that. That you could tell that was her choice. That's what she wanted to do. She happy. Oh, cool. Great. I love her for that and her being her authentic self. You can also tell she ain't got nothing else. Like, you know, like she ain't went and got three sizes up and you none of that. She's like, look, but she said it. She said, Y'all complained about my teeth. I wasn't going to get it done. I really didn't care. But it did start to bother her a little bit. So she went and fixed her teeth. And then y'all started complaining about her fixing her teeth. So F y'all. And I was like, but that's my point. That's the point. There is no satisfying the general public. No matter what you do, someone will find an issue with it. And what you cannot do is let that which is what I was saying in last week's episode. Y'all need to go catch that on YouTube as well. Um, and pretty privileged. You cannot let society dictate your moves. Like, I understand. We all in just I, I get you. Like, I, let me tell y'all, hold on. I got to say this. I'm going to get this Zinfandel's not bad so far. But yo, I have not had this many fruit flies around me while recording, popping anything else. I don't know what y'all have done to the Zinfandel that fruit flies are like attracted. If you have fruit flies in your house and you need to get rid of them, put the Zinfandel out somewhere and they will collectively go. I don't understand what's happening. If y'all have been watching this, Y'all have been seeing me look all over the place. Normally, and me and Michelle were talking about this before we started recording, I have to say this. Normally, it's like one or two that are just annoying. Like, we pop these bottles, y'all, and these fruit flies are like, ooh, wine's open, hey. And they just come out the woodwork. So if you see us looking around and, like, waving, chashay, Shantae arms and everything (laughs) up in here serving you (laughs) for the gods, all right? If we shabamming with our hands, it's because of one or two. I have literally seen five, five. I just killed one. That was the clap, y'all. Sorry. Um, and there's like three, four more just circulate. Listen, listen. My nerves is bad, guys, because these flies are getting on my nerves. But that's the thing. You don't have them any other time. No. But I Where do something for those from? of you who are watching this and like, what is going on? I need to explain I'm not crazy. Where do they come from? Like, what? Where where were you? Then you just, oh, just appear. Don't see them any other time. And I have not seen this many. So I don't know what's up with the Zinfandel, if it's fruit, (laughs) iconic, or I don't know what y'all did. God, okay? Because I I had to get that off my chest because I don't know. I had to put that out there. So if y'all see me in this, and I probably should have prefaced with this because we had the conversation before we started recording. If y'all see me looking all over the place and so I am, it's because these things are aggressive about the Zinfandel. Just take it, okay? Just take it. 
Jesus. All right. I'm sorry. Let me pour you a glass. <laughs> Do you need your own at the table? I can put one at the table. Oh, goodness. But um, <laughs> I'm with you though. I feel you. I so feel you. Um, but I'm saying this to say like, look, guys, like for real. Okay. So speaking of nose, I wanted to. I never wanted a nose job. I just didn't like my nose. And I didn't like my nose because I had really bad sinus issues and I like to do this. Mm. Just so even now I have a I feel like it's permanent. It's faded because I've been doing my whole skincare thing, but I have a line right here. Me too. And when I go outside, I get cold. The first thing that gets cold on me always is the tip of my nose. This is where my uh, integration, uh, her uh, heritage, DNA, my Caucasian side, because I know I got some in there somewhere. Even if it's the slightest, it shows up because my nose turns bright red. My extended family called me Rudolph, and it doesn't help that I was born in December. So when it would get cold and I would end up doing this, literally tip of my nose is red. So I was rude off. And as you guys can see, like I did some bomb contouring. Like that's another thing, but I'll get to that. Um, so that, that, that was, oh, well, you could do anything. When I was younger, it was like you said, my nose. I have issues with anything else. To the point where, as I stated in the last episode, I was identified as the girl with a big with a big butt on dancing. Um, I didn't know I had a big butt. I thought I was skinny. Well, I was. If I show you a picture, you're like, oh yeah, you were small, small. I was. I just didn't know, you know, because my parents were like, girl, get your big butt out the way. You know, something like that. It was always minor. Mm. It wasn't until I got into college and my shadow revealed what everybody was seeing. And I was like, oh, is that me? Wait a minute. Like, I'm Chowsley? My one is not this big. To the point where, I don't know if he listens or not. Um, I went in the little lounge area in school and was like, what you want? I just saw my shadow. He was like, okay. Now I had on a velour sweatsuit. I remember those. And it was the mustard color. You couldn't tell me I was in J-Lo's uh, distant cousin, okay? Ain't no lick of Spanish. But that, that's who I was. Neither does she. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she kind of does. She does now, but she she had to learn. She didn't either. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought I was like her distant cousin twice removed, married into and removed again. So I was cute. You know, I just thought I was cute, you know. I was like, Javon, I just saw my shadow. Is my butt really that big? This Bama gives me the straightest brother look ever. I was like, I didn't. He said, your butt been with you your whole life. I said, I didn't, I thought it was just regular. He said, it's not the fact that it's big. Well, it's big, but it sits up. <laughs> I was like, it's like, I wasn't into the body so much. If anything, I was more so into my stomach. As long as my stomach was flat, I didn't care how big or small anything else was. That was my only, I just wanted my stomach to be flat. Yes, I have gotten a long way from that. <laughs> so that's what, for me, that whole thing was, a, oh my God, it was like mind-blowing. So, and I'm just like, oh, wow. So I think once I realized what they were talking about, it actually did two things. It boosted my confidence a little because I realized, okay, I have a little shape. So certain things that I thought I couldn't wear, actually I could wear, and I look nice. Two, it made me realize the attention that I got 
that I was naive to. So in a way, I feel like it made me become safer. And my thought processes, you know, process, you know, realizing it. Three, I started wearing longer t-shirts <laughs> because I didn't want that attention. I started wearing bigger sweatpants because I didn't want that attention. I started to play myself down because I didn't want that attention. And that was another point of not to keep going back to pretty privilege. Some of us, quote unquote, pretty girls do not desire that attention. And for anyone who is out there who doesn't desire that attention, please know it's not a mental health issue completely, unless it's extreme. It's not, a, it's okay. It's okay to not want attention. You I know, was, I never sometimes was. it's safer for you not to want yeah. attention. So where in this world of Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, where you do, people do everything for attention. Mm -hmm. It's okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's okay to not want that attention. And believe it or not, more often than not, you will meet more people like you. They just won't say it out loud because it's not, quote unquote, socially acceptable. Ladies and gentlemen, and fellow whiners, when you listen to this, please know that Siobhan and I are coming from a place of, because you'll hear us say, we thought about it, and we said no, then we X, Y, and Z. This is normal. It's a thought, it's a thought process. You will go through spurts where, you know, you may want to. You may you go through spurts when you even go as far as doing a consultation or um uh talking to people and where it changed my mind it may not change yours and that's fine what i do recommend and i think for a lot of these um things before you get the surgery you do have to do some type of uh psych evaluation um which is good but also know if if let's say you get something done and you go decide to go back and get 20 more like two or three more things done um talk to somebody like talk to a real friend seek wisdom if you have uh if you have an elderly person or wise wise counsel um talk to them first i know everybody isn't privileged to have a parent who thinks that way i know there are some parents who will literally go with their children to have these things done like adult or child and they like talk to somebody first y'all think about it i'm be honest pray on it that's that's for real for pray on it ask god ask god and you can have real conversations with him trust me he give you answers he talks to my crazy but i know he'll ask anybody <laughs> I, what I was going to say was about attention. Um, I think it's an interesting thing. And as to the pretty privilege, what I had said in that episode, and I still stand by is environment. I'm going to be very honest with everybody on this thing here. I thought I was going to end up with somebody white. I figured I was going to end up with a white dude. And I'm going to tell y'all exactly why. Because growing up, there was a white guy in my school who was like the only person who didn't believe me. In eighth grade, come to find out, he had a crush on me. Hey, Nick, he's married now, somebody else, clearly. Um, but it was, it, I, I, it, I was, the name threw me. Oh, yeah. Name, he, um, he was actually like the boy next door. Like he lived next door to my cousins. Like, Are we, you saying Nick or Dick? Nicholas. Oh, okay. Lord Jesus, Nicholas. Hello, Nicholas. God, um, he, uh, yeah, he was like the first one, and and it became it became a pattern. The guys who didn't insult my my physicality were my brothers and my best friend, um, and white guys. 
And it, it again, where I was, so many guys, whether they would admit it or not, were influenced by the TV with all these big booty chicks that, again, you're 12, 13, the same way I'm 12 and 13. And that, that's the thing. You're in middle school watching adult vid, adults in these videos. Because let's be honest, that still was, was out there now. You have children watching adult videos with no real context and nobody really to talk to them. My parents talk to my mother and my parents talk to me. You don't have that in a lot of ways. So you have these guys who are like, yeah, she got to be bomb and she got to have curves and she got all this. I danced, so it wasn't that I didn't have, I was muscular. So for that, I was solid and I had boobs. I had, matter of fact, it was funny. I got measured for a costume to find out I had an hourglass figure. I never even thought about that. Didn't know this was a thing. But they literally measured me and it was 34, 24, 34. And I told my mother because I needed her to know my measurements to order certain costumes. And she was like, oh, you're an hourglass. Look at you. And I was like, that's something. <laughs> like, is this supposed to be? It was the Coke bottle. The Coke bottle. But that's what I'm saying. It was always with, in the Black community, it was more 34, 24, 38 would have been it. You know, that Coke bottle, the pear shape. I wasn't that. But the guys who called me gorgeous, the guys who called me pretty growing up were white. Black guys didn't give me no time, none. I was too skinny. I was this, that, and the third. I truly was like, oh, okay. Again, did it bother me? No, not, not at all. Not at all. Um, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I, ugh, it doesn't. Had I ended up with a white dude today or, or an Asian dude or, a, I don't know, Latinos tend to lean the way Black dudes tend to lean as far as what's considered beautiful physically. It wouldn't have bothered me. I really don't care, guys. But I bring that up because, like I was saying before, it's about environment and knowing who you are. I was not going to change my nose once I figured out, like, all of this stuff. And I really came to the realization, like, it. the minute my mind said, if you can't love me skinny, you can't, you don't deserve me thick. If you don't like me with this nose, then screw you. We can't, we can't do anything anyway. I'm not changing for you. And then there's this other thing. The one big thing I think that did it was there was a story of an Asian woman in China or Japan who had had so much work done. And I guess it was done well, but you know, she got married and had a kid had a baby. when her husband had the baby and the father was like, what? Like, this made the news, y'all. This is a real story. Like, this really happened. And was like, the father said, well, whose kid is that? Because the kid came out looking like the original mother. Like, the, what the mother looked like without the surgery. And then he went and finally saw old pictures of her, had the family hunted down, had, went through her family, all the stuff, to get old pictures to be like, and then divorced her. So again, what did you win? Like, baby, girl, honey, what did you it win? Wasn't the only one. It was, it's so many cases of that. And that's why I say jeans, undefeated, slim. You can nip tuck away all that you want to. But no, when you choose to reproduce, you are not reproducing your nip tuck. Nope. You are going to reproduce what the Lord sent you here. <laughs> okay. All of and you have a 50-50 chance that your child may look up. Speaking from experience. And get the better side of the gene. However, that is a high risk. And even more than if you choose to reproduce. Again, nature reclaims. So while you may have gotten all this lifted, nature may come in here, boom, boom, pow, and it come on back down. I know that I could get these lifted and nature could be like, and they fall. I mean, they up now anyway. I'm, I'm young, no child, <laughs> they said. But I'm just saying, like, it, it could be that. You could go get this nose job and your plastic surgery rebel. And I think that's why you get a lot of the infections. You get a lot of the... It looked good for two years, but now it's shifting and things are moving because your botch did not become a hit show for nothing. Your and even if it's not botched, guess what, guys? You're still aging. You're still aging. The face you have at 20 is not the face you're gonna have at 30. Whether you touch it or you don't, that's just what it is. The face you have at 40 is not the face you're gonna have at 60, whether you touch it or you do not, it's still going to keep changing. 
That's yep. just the fact of life. So I guess to sum this up, ladies and gentlemen, what we are saying is live in the skin that you're in. If you want to change something and you're changing it for you by all means and you have the means to and it's not causing you any harm mentally, by all means, uh, evaluate any risks and do what you need to do for yourself. However, if this is to please someone else or to be aesthetically beautiful in this society that is fickle as a feather, mm. I, I'm going to tell you now, don't do it. <laughs> um, just say no. Um, and it's coming from a place of honesty, a place of I've been there, a place of we know, a place of this is normal, and a place of love. Like, it's okay to be you. It's only one you. No one's going to look just like you, even the twin. No one's going to be you. You cannot be replaced. Love you first. Period. Mm, that was not that was what oh damn. it's not getting better listen, listen cheers to that guys just cheers just cheers. you know what the club the glasses say cheers so cheers to that wow all right Let you go first. You tell me about your uh your hot pink, your hot pinkness. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That was the whole thing. Um, I love these glass. Siobhan got those matching glasses. They say cheers, and they're pink. That's my favorite color. Um, um, this was bottle. Let's see. First of all, I know I should have my glasses on. But whatever, life is rosy indeed with Menage a Trois Hot Pink. Mm. Crafted from premium grapes grown in the warm Californian sun, this delicious sweet rosé blend dazzles with lip-smacking strawberry, succulent tropical fruit, and alluring floral notes. Hot pink looks great on you. Yes, it does. The color, anyway. <laughs> but okay, I'm gonna get us a three because it wasn't nasty. Um, I'm just not a rose fan. That's fair. That's it. Like I do taste the florals, which I don't mind. I do taste the strawberry and. You know, um, it's just the three. I think this is just your typical rosé. It's nothing outstanding um, about it. Like, oh my God, I got to go get that menage to a hot rosé. Outside of the, the name, you know, you, during the summertime, if you having hot girl summers, you can get the hot pink menage to Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that sounds like, ooh, coming off the tongue for the ratchets. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, especially if they know what a menage a trois is, oh girl, they, they about to live this whole thing up. So if you ratchet and you like rosé, get the hot pink boo, do it. Uh, but if you, you, you not as ratchet as what I just said, and you don't like rosé, But yeah, so my rating is a three because again, it's not nasty. It's just a rosé and I'm not a big fan of rosé. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give the Zinfandel a three. Um, it's, which I guess isn't bad for a red for me. Here's the thing. Aside from the fact that all the fruit flies seem to like it, um, it's really, it's not, it's not terrible. On the back, it really says more about the company. 
Yeah, the grapes for this wine were hand harvested from our family estate located in the heart of Lodi, Appalachian. Um, I think this is a California wine as well. It was the only Zinfandel that they had, so that's why we're here. Uh, I think I will say this. When I first tasted it, I was like, oh, that is heavy. And I, it is it is full-bodied. I taste that body, that body, 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 body. Um, letting it sit out, letting it decant, right? And it's not even like these are these are more champagne glasses that we have in it, so they're not even red wine glasses. They're not the big bowl that you're supposed to decant. But I, it got better with time. So this is definitely of a medium full-bodied uh, red, which you would need to decant for like a good forty. It got it got better now. So. And it's been like an hour. So yes, if you're going to get the Zinfandel, decant it. Period. Uh, but it's a, it would be a solid three for me. Okay. And look, the threes are a happy medium for us. For those who don't know, our wine ratings start from 0.5 up to a five. So 0.525. We have not found the five that just gets all the praise yet so we are in search of it um so ladies and gentlemen if you have any suggestions on a wine that you feel is a five leave it in the comment section below uh or just send us a dm on um instagram at a little something the number two wine about um again that's a little something the number two wine about don't forget you're watching this wine wine in color. So on YouTube, hit the subscribe button below. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it. Help us get to 100 subscribers. Ooh, that'll be a perfect Christmas gift uh, for us. So, only thing left to say, as always, there's nothing wrong with a little wine. <laughs> <laughs>